there's this big push towards brand equity, right? You see some of these large companies where, you know, where is the brand equity for Amazon or Apple, right? Um, and there's, there's a bit of a push, but I, I think the consumer has kind of shifted that a little bit. And where now they're looking for more of a brand ambassador um, or, or the face. Um, whether it's, you know, I, I always compare it to Elon Musk. I, I'm not comparing myself to Elon Musk in any way. Uh, but, you know, like you think of Tesla and you automatically associate it with, with a name. Welcome to What Are We Talking About? A podcast produced by Water Online. Hosts Jim Laurier of Maisie Injector Company and Adam Tank of Transcend Water a dynamic boomer millennial combo will help you demystify how to build a better brand for your business, keep current and prospective customers engaged with your company, and ultimately grow your sales. They interview some of the most interesting and unique water professionals who have used the art of storytelling to move the needle for themselves and for their organizations. So today's guest is Alex Pacini. He's the business development manager for AWC Water Solutions up in British Columbia. And uh, Alex, we're really happy to have you. We got to know each other through LinkedIn, and uh, you've been graciously inviting me to some webinars, and we've become friends, and, and we met finally at uh, WefTech, uh, and we had some really good technical discussions while we were there. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Adam. Alex, uh, like Jim, I got to know you through LinkedIn. Your presence is one of the best in the industry, that's for sure. And I wanted to start there with our first question. Something that you mentioned on our prep call was that you said someone should be the face of a company and it shouldn't be the company. It needs to be an individual. Tell us a little bit more about that and, and you know, anyone that's listening to this, what you meant by that and what it means. Of course. Well, you know what? There's this big push towards brand equity, right? You see some of these large companies where, you know, where is the brand equity for Amazon or Apple, right? Um, and there's there's a bit of a push, but I, I think the consumer has kind of shifted that a little bit. And where now they're looking for more of a brand ambassador um, or, or the face, um, whether it's, you know, I, I always compare it to Elon Musk. I, I'm not comparing myself to Elon Musk in any way. Uh, but, you know, like you think of Tesla and you automatically associate it with, with a name, right? Or, or the same thing applies to, to Amazon, right? Or, or Google um, or, or Apple. Um, so they're always associating to somebody. Um, so, you know, you've got people that might follow a brand, but they're going to be following a, someone more than just a brand, right? So it's, it goes beyond brand recognition. Right, right. And then as far as LinkedIn's concerned, Alex, I mean, you've got 35,000 followers. Uh, you know, Adam and I, we think we're, we're pretty badass with uh, what, what we have, but we don't, together, we don't have as many as you do. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what, how you got those followers and, and some of the efforts you made to, to kind of accumulate that kind of following? Of course. Well, thank you for paying attention. To be honest, I, I don't log into that. I, I see it more as a vanity metric than anything. But yes, they, I, I'm going to have to keep track of that now. Um, you know, a lot has to do, you know, when I joined um, AWC Water Solutions about two years ago, um, our marketing team was kind of changing. We were kind of changing strategies, looking at new campaigns, and it kind of slowed off a little bit. And so I, I took it upon myself to say, well, okay, where is AWC going? What, where can we bring awareness to whether it was our projects or our company? or the water industry as a whole. 
Um, you know, I'm very passionate about water. Um, I, I always say water never sleeps and you, you'll see it. It's kind of in my signature, water never sleeps. Maybe it comes from my, my uh, finance background where money never sleeps, right? The, the, the famous tagline. Um, so I just saw, started growing a community, right? And the way I see it, whether it's articles, we're all within the water industry or the engineering industry. So anything that I find interesting, um, I believe the audience or the rest of the community will, will find interesting. So I don't really treat it as, you know, somebody is following me. It's more of a community um, with, you know, you do have a certain platform, whether it's with webinars or with your voice and to be able to share that. And it's kind of progressed and it kind of grew. Um, oddly enough, LinkedIn caps you at 20,000 um, connections. So once you hit 20,000 connections, you can't accept any more connections. And it's painful because you see a lot of people trying to connect. And I'm like, look, I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to be rude. You know, um, it's just I, I simply can't connect. So, you know, that's where the following portion came about. And yeah, um, a lot had to do with content. Can you talk a bit about that the finding of content and sharing of content? There's a lot of folks out there listening that maybe don't have a LinkedIn presence or have, you know, very minimal presence. And they're thinking, you know, the bar is so high. The bar is so high. I'm not going to write articles. I'm not going to record a podcast. I'm not going to host webinars. What can they be doing to start growing that following or that audience? Right. Well, you know what? I was writing some articles, but it got to a point where it was very time consuming. You're having to do a lot of research to write articles. And I'm not the best writer. I, I read books on how to write. And even then it was so-so. Um, and, and a lot had to do with, you know, when you're part of a community, you know, whether you're into sports or into cars or into travel, um, anything that I find interesting will potentially somebody else will also find it interesting. So, you know, I had a little Google alerts that would tell me every time water was in the news um, that you can set up, you can do it about anything, right? Um, and one, twice a week, it would send me a little email saying, well, this is what's in the news. And it would give me like something like 10 different events that happened, whether it was, you know, something that happened in Hawaii or the drought in California or some of the flooding that we had in Europe. And I would kind of scan through it. I would read through it. I'm kind of a news junkie as it is. Um, and then I would find one that I found interesting. And my interpretation of it is we're all water treatment industry professionals. If I find it interesting, the rest of the community or the rest of my group will also potentially find it interesting. And that's where it was. Um, I, I found it funny that some people that were following me were like, oh, I come here to get my water news. And I'm like, you know, it's you can Google this, right? You don't need to you don't need to rely on me or people would take it very personally where I would report on something, whether it was a technology. And it was like, how dare you promote this technology? And I'm like, no, 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 this is the news. You know, you don't attack Anderson Cooper when he's reporting on some genocide in Africa. You know, it's not his fault. Right. Uh, so it was more about sharing the information and some of the industry insights, whether technology contaminants, you know, big major events as well. Yeah. And then the other thing you brought up too, Alex, that I liked was the idea that um, you do the news and just general interest posts, but then sometimes you put some information about your own uh, company, your own technology. Can you tell us like the percentage that you use, you know, maybe like some kind of formula people could, because there's a lot of people putting just their stuff out there and, you know, that, that doesn't... Yeah. Cut it with a lot of people. You know, I don't use a specific formula or, or percentage. Well, in my head, I kind of like, okay, maybe a bit too many, you know, I'm not going to do it. But it's very, it's very often you see companies that are like, oh, well, this is our new product or this is a new project. And all they're doing is, is peddling to that very specific, 
you know, if you're selling, I'm not going to pick on nozzles here, but if you're selling, you know, filters, right? It's filter, 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 cartridge, carbon, da, 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 da. Um, and, and it just comes off too strong and people are going to stop following you. You know, they, they don't want to be, they don't want to be in that every time. So the idea is if you mix it up, you know, there's news aspects of it. My, my rule or my percentage is I try not to post about the company more than once a week. Okay. No, no percentage. It's just, if, if I catch myself doing something twice a week, I'm like, you know what, this is a really good project. It's nine months. It can wait till next week. Right. Um, so there's no reason why you should be doing it three or four times a week, especially on a very specific, whether it's a product or a project, it's not going anywhere. You know, you can announce it today if you're organized enough. You can announce it today or you can announce it next week or the following week. Um, and sometimes I'll get a lot of updates on some of the stuff we're doing. And then I'll be like, well, all right, let's space this out. You know, like February, I potentially have the next three things, company events or projects that we're working on that I'm going to be spacing it out. So, yes, I'm posting one tomorrow on a job we're doing in Missouri. And then after that, the following week, I have another job that we're working on um, in Utah that we're, we're packaging, we're packing it up and stuff. You know, the audience is willing to wait. The news aren't going anywhere. Um, and that's kind of how, how I mix it up a little bit. It's sort of a blessing and a curse, I suppose, in that the water industry, right? Our projects are minimum months, <laughs> maximum a decade to get a, you know, a fully functioning piece of infrastructure built. Kind of funny. I've never really heard someone say it's okay to wait, but it makes a ton of sense. I, lo I love that perspective. Well, uh, to, to Alex, give you an example of this Missouri project, and, and you're all familiar with timelines and schedules. Like we started this February of 2020, right? It wasn't closed till August of 2021. I know because I was at the beach and I got a call and I was got my feet in the sand and I got the call saying the job was awarded. Excellent. Congratulations. And I'm just sitting looking at this view in Fort Lauderdale. And I'm like, I can just stay here. You know, I can, I can work from the beach. Why not? Not not going back to Canada. Uh, by the way, that's not that job isn't going to be delivered and commissioned till October of 2022. So something that started in 2020, February of 2020, you know, that, that's just the way it progresses. Alex, another thing that you are very good at that had, I'd, I'd call it humble beginnings, are your webinars. So if you wouldn't mind talking a bit about how those got started and how you view the strategy around webinars now. I think that will be very helpful to people. Of course. Uh, you know what? I, I used to do um, some teaching uh, um, years ago. Um, and sometimes you have the knowledge and sure, one-on-one -on -one mentoring is good. And, and we've done that with the Water Quality Association. But sometimes you feel like, okay, I can do, I can only do so long with one-on-one -on -one with one with Jim and then a one-on-one -on -one with Adam and then another two hours with someone else, right? It ends up being spending 15 hours with 15 different people. Um, it's kind of a waste of time. Um, not that training is a waste of time, but um, we do have a rep network. Uh, and we had a uh, new group that was coming in from Virginia. There was four of them. And we brought them into a, uh, into a call and we did a little basic training on, on I, I believe the first one we did was how to read a water report. And then at the same time, we had another group that was joining us from Arkansas. And I'm like, well, you know what, Virginia and Arkansas, you guys don't compete. You guys are in different territories. Come on in. So we started with like five or six guys. Good questions. Really good group. Uh, the following week, we were going to do that. Okay, well, we already covered water reports. Now let's look at modular plants. And we're like, oh, we you know what? And one of them actually said, oh, you know what? We're working with two engineers on a different project. Do you mind if they join, you know, modular plants? And I'm like, 
go for it. Why not? So we had a two, two of them come in. And then the next weekend we were like, oh, okay. We were doing them weekly at the time, which is it's a big commitment. Uh, the same thing. We're like, well, we've got 26 reps. Well, let's start bringing in some of our reps. And, you know, that's two or three each. Uh, and then by the time we were in season, season, we were in episode five or six, um, you know, the, the executive branch in our company said, well, you're doing all of this training for our reps and the engineers. What about our inside group? Right. Some of our project managers are very good at what they do, but they don't have as much water knowledge. So we're like, the more the merrier. So it, it kind of ended up growing from, you know, our rep network to the engineering group that we were working on with projects to our staff. And now we've got about 550 people logged in. Now, mind you, they don't all log in at the same time, but, you know, we also have a recording. So it's kind of kind of progressed from, you know, small little group of five, five guys. Right. Um, and it's been interesting. Um, you do eventually run out of content personally, you know, your brain can only do so much. So, you know, after the five or six episodes in, we were like, okay, well, let's start inviting people. Um, I know little to nothing about ozone and I'm not expected to. So we, we invited Jim to come in and cover ozone. And we had somebody else that wanted to do that. We could do ceramic membranes and membrane bioreactors. So you ended up using it almost as a platform or a stage to bring people on and, you know, very technology agnostic, but bring people in and have tech, whether it was a new technology coming in or an existing technology and some of the, the, the behind the scenes as to how it works. You're listening to the Water We Talking About podcast. We'll be right back after this short break. This podcast is produced by Water Online, the leading web-based community for water and wastewater professionals. Showcasing the knowledge and authority of industry thought leaders, Water Online provides actionable content from vendors you can trust. And now, back to today's podcast. Yeah, and the format's great, Alex. You know, you, you've got, it's 20 minutes and then some questions and answers. It's pretty short and sweet. And it, it, it like you said, it's pretty agnostic. I, you know, as far as technology, you bring people in about, you know, industry experts on different things. And, uh, you know, obviously it's kind of tied to your LinkedIn um, connections. And, uh, you know, it's just a way for you to, to get more um, information out there about you and your company. Yeah, I think the 20 minutes is key. Um, there's too many of them that do an hour or 45 minutes and it just drags on. Um, one of the first ones, I had this interesting slide, like this would have been going back about 20 years ago. They said the average attention span for TED Talks, the average attention span was about 14 to 15 minutes. Um, and TED was pretty good. They even had a whole little thing on, on, on the TED Talks. I, I'm a big fan. Um, and then eventually, you know, YouTube came along and said Microsoft came up with a study saying, well, the average attention spans more like five to eight minutes. If you see any professional YouTube videos, they will all be under five to eight minutes long. You know, fast forward into the TikTok generation. And they said the, the average attention span is closer to uh, nine to 12 seconds. <laughs> now, you know, you're, you're scrolling, you know. And it's like, well, you, you can't do any training to, to any kind uh, in, in seconds. So that's why we stuck to the 15-minute format with a couple, uh, some, some extra minutes for, for questions. And you know what? It goes by fast. A lot of people were like, that's it. And I'm like, well, that's the point. You just need to be have enough information to be dangerous on any specific topic. Um, and that's why we kept it. Um, I used to have a little, little thing in there, a little disclosure that it was like 20 minutes or free. 
And then people were asking, oh, do we have to pay for this? I'm like, no, that's kind of the joke. You know, uh, we, we always try to keep it on time. And I, I hate cutting people off, but I think the time is almost more important than anything else. Um, so that that's where the, the time element came into, into play. Tell me about the conversation that you had, or maybe you didn't, but with, with AWC and you were like, I'm going to do these webinars. I'm going to invite anyone. I'm going to do it weekly or biweekly. It's going to take a lot of time and no one's going to pay for it. How do the executives think through that? How do you make that justification? Is this being recorded? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you agreed to it, remember? Right at the start? <laughs> you know what? Um, I learned as I got older that sometimes you're better off asking for forgiveness than permission. Uh, mind you, that only applies to this, okay? <laughs> um, and it was more of, you know, I did get the go-ahead and I've said, look, I'm doing some training and we're inviting some, some reps. And then um, progressively it grew. And then I got a suggestion uh, from, from the management team saying, well, you know, what about our, our group, our team? Um, well, have them on. So we've never really had an issue as to, you know, who are you inviting or why are they joining or why is it free? And that's why I kind of spaced it. You know, once a week was very time consuming. You're you're trying to, you know, catch up with people, do a, you know, kind of like a first call review. We have a webinar review the day before, et cetera. So that's kind of when we, we start pacing it out. But you know what? They've been very supportive of this. Um, I've even received kudos from from a number of them, which I didn't even know. You know, it's a big organization. I didn't really know about them. They're like, oh, thank you very much for this. This was really good. So like, oh, thank you. I didn't know you were paying attention kind of thing. Um, we did have a couple guests that after the fact, they were like, why did you have them on? And I was like, well, they're the leader in that industry, right? If if I'm If I'm going to do a presentation on electric cars, on EV, I'm not going to invite Fiat, um, you know, or Volkswagen that just released one three months ago. I'm going to invite, yes, I'm going to invite Tesla. So you do need to have the market leaders, even though they might be against, they might be a fellow competitor, but they're also part of the whole industry as a whole. Alex, so they've been very supportive to, to, to answer that. Yeah, Alex, and, and you know, that's that's a good lead in. So, so we look at you as a thought leader in, in this space of, you know, um, bringing ideas out and and uh, getting the word out about uh, different products, different uh, aspects of marketing. What's next for you? You know, you you you've got the leadership on LinkedIn. You, you've got the um, webinars. Anything else uh, in your bag of tricks that's coming out that we could kind of learn from? You know, I I'd have to say I'd be very organized for that, and I'm I'm not that organized. Um, Something I did uh, to, to, to tie into that is, you know, everybody has their New Year's resolutions and and they say that, oh, you know, within your first four to six weeks, the New Year's resolution go out, you know, they, they go out the window, they, they don't happen. And it was more like, you know, write things down, make sure that you write things down, make sure you have a plan. Uh, Warren Buffett famously said that it was an idiot with a plan will beat a genius without a plan. And and I love that quote because it's just, you know, just ma making sure that you've got a plan. So with, with that, um, I think YouTube um, is kind of where we're trying to transition a little bit. Uh, you you can only generate so much content; it needs to be stored somewhere. Um, when when you're when you're streaming or when you're going through any of these social media ads, um, you know they're there for all of eight seconds, and then somebody is going on to the next one. Um, that applies to, to videos or photos or any kind of content. Whereas YouTube, it's there; it's something that you can reference. And even going back, you know, 
six months or 12 months, I can just say, oh, we already did this on this specific technology. Tube settler clarification. Why is this better? Why is the surface loaded? I don't have to repeat it all over again. The information is there. So um, I'm kind of playing around with, with YouTube a little bit more. Um, and I think, you know, you, you, you don't want to go all the way across the board and just try to do everything. Um, you stick to one or two of them. So um, I'm not one to appear on camera. Um, I know this is, of course, but um, I do make sure that, you know, we'll have a little intro to videos and it's all about the content, not, not so much about the person. Keeping in the spirit of the short attention span mantra, we keep all of our podcasts somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes, which means we're coming to an end already. I can't believe it. We always have one final question for our guests, and that is the infamous airplane banner question. So we have hired a pilot and we're going to have to winterize this plane because we're flying up to Canada and we're picking you up, Alex, and you get to fly this plane around the world in front of every water professional's home. And you get a banner on the back of it, a sentence worth of words to say anything you want to them. What would you want that banner to say? You know, I, I saw this question coming <laughs> and I remember a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, I'm going to have to come up with a really smart thing. Um, and, and I had a couple ideas and now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I would I would pick one or two. Um, you know, water never sleeps is good, but people kind of take it as, a, oh, that's kind of cute, but they don't really do it. Um, and it's it's more about don't take water for granted. Um, and if I could, I, I would have, if I'm designing this, I would just have the plane just say water across the board. And it would just be a little thing that would just say, don't take it for granted. Um, and, and I think that's something that a lot of people do. It's easy to turn on your tap. It's easy to flush a toilet. Um, and, and they don't know where it's coming from. And they complain about their water bill. Oh my God, their water bill went up by, you know, 5% or, you know, $6. And I'm like, if you only knew the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes on the both potable water uh, and wastewater. So, so the, 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 the tagline of don't take it for granted would absolutely be my, my, my little airplane banner. No, that's great. That's great, Alex. We, we, we really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we feel very strongly about it as well. And that's why we, we started this podcast so that we can get the word out about water and how important it is and, the value it, it brings to all the different aspects of, of everyone's lives. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, I know that we're getting ready to wrap up and a shameful plug um, outside of the YouTube channel that yes, we're running a lot of different videos and technologies on. And I insist it's not about me. It's not about AWC. It's about water as a whole. We are always looking for new ideas or new content or new guests. So if you have an idea on any kind of content or technology, please let me know. Um, I would I would usually say, you know, my email is at the bottom of the screen, but it's not. Uh, so so please do do let us know. Um, you know, we're always open to ideas and it would be great to be able to follow up on them. Excellent. Thanks, Alex. 